Hello, and welcome to another episode of Old Faces. We're your host, Mr. And Mrs. Mocha. On tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about sex, swinging. Why do we swing and how do we keep it exciting? That is exciting, the way that you just said it. Uh, I thought you liked that. Mm-hmm. I like keep it sexy for you if I can. You're pretty sexy, like when you were in the backyard yesterday with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> What was the song you sang to me? I have no idea. It was the Bodhi song. Oh. What's what is it? I want your Bodhi. What was it? It was the meme that I sent you. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that was funny. That's funny. What was it? The. I see the Bodhi. Yeah, it was that one from the. Uh, boondocks. From the Boondocks, yeah. yeah. So, swingers, why do we swing? That's the question. Why do we swing? Um. Definitely, I think it's uh, maybe this is like the wrong answer for the for the first question, but I think that uh, we swing like personally. N- I don't want to say to ke- to not cheat, but because it makes our sex life better. I agree. I definitely don't think it has anything to do with not cheating. Um, obviously. For us as swingers, because, you know, some, I guess I can't even say that swinging takes cheating off the table because I've met swingers who've cheated, mm-hmm. you know. But I think there's different definitions for swingers that cheat. Like there's a a, a different, it's still cheating, but yeah, it's. Cheating is cheating. Lying about having sex with someone or having sex with an, un, or having unauthorized sex is cheating. So whether you're a swinger or you're not but a swinger. But is it just auth- unauthorized sex? Is it? unauthorized texting is it unauthorized i mean i don't think texting is cheating i think it's being dishonest I but think i think it's lustful and i think lying is is cheating uh, i think lying is lying here's the thing though if you're texting a chick so let's just have a little debate on it then let's do it because if you're texting a chick say we weren't swingers you were texting a chick saying sexual things and lusting over that person that's not cheating i don't think so I mean, I think it's lying. I don't think it's cheating. That's cheating. I think it's dishonest. That's, That's like saying so I'm cheating. watching porn and lusting over no. a porn star, so I'm cheating. No, but you're only saying that because we're not we're not vanilla. I, from a vanilla person's perspective, I would say that that's cheating because you're lusting so over someone thing. else. Would you get divorced because someone because your man text another woman? Yep. Seriously, if you, I was vanilla, you would get divorced because your dude texts another woman. If I was vanilla. If Are we you, talking about being vanilla? Okay, you have to define vanilla. Everyone don't know what vanilla means. If I was not a swinger. If you were not a swinger, you would divorce your husband for texting another woman. That's technically in the vanilla world considered cheating. Uh, well, How many your people definition get salty of, Listen, and like I can mad. see getting upset, but if I didn't stick my dick in her, I don't believe that you that's can't, cheating. But you're thinking with a with swinger I, mentality. No, I'm not. I mean, I've been a swinger my whole life. I mean, I've dated women so before. So with your ex-wife, where you weren't open, she wouldn't be pissed as fuck. I didn't say she wouldn't be pissed, but... And she wouldn't leave you if she thought that you were lusting after someone else via text. Uh, I mean... Mm. I mean, so I, 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 guess, I guess that's definitely a, a good... <laughs> That that's crazy. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine divorcing someone for. I couldn't imagine divorcing the person that I love for texting someone else. I could see being pissed, 
I could see being upset if we were not swingers. But if but. you would text, so in a vanilla <clears throat> relationship, if you would text someone else, who's to say you wouldn't sleep with them? Well, I mean, I'm one not, thing leads to another. But we're we're not saying sleep with. We're just saying text. So you would, if you were not a swinger, you would divorce your husband for texting another woman. Yes, because okay, I'm I'm saying that because I think that that would. If you're lying to me about that, why wouldn't you lie to me about sleeping with someone else? No, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, I just. You're thinking with the wrong mentality. And there's no such thing as the wrong mentality. That's just my mentality. My mentality is, I mean, I've been in a relationship with a woman who's text someone else and had sexual text conversations that I called her out on. And. I didn't didn't leave but you've her. Always had very open mindset. Once again, so you we can't. We're when we're talking. The question I'm asking is based upon your mindset, not mine. My mindset is no. Oh no, that would be me if I was vanilla. We're swingers. So. If you were non-swinger, you would divorce your husband for texting another woman. Why do you have to say it like that? That sounds super judgy. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, like, you like totally did like the, the. I, I just think that's that's crazy. Eye. I mean, I think that when you, I guess, I guess in in theory, in theory, I've, you can say that, but I also believe that most people, men and women, will say the things that they would do if their man or woman did this or that, and realistically. I think that they would be pissed, but I think there's a very small percentage of people who would actually divorce their spouse for texting another person. Hell, I know women who've been cheated on, beat up, and all kind of shit by their dude and not leave. So to say that the average person would up and divorce their spouse if they got caught texting I didn't someone. Say everyone, you asked me my opinion. So you would have upped it up and divorced your spouse if you caught him texting. Yep. Why do you have to look at me like, again, <laughs> like we're giving our opinions on things. No, I, I could see wanting to do it or thinking about it, but I don't think that you would have divorced your spouse if you caught him texting someone. Okay. Anyways, why did we digress? <laughs> Mr. Mocha is being combative I'm just saying, I don't think you would have. No, I don't think you would have. You don't would've. know about my life. Okay. Be- okay. Pre you, Mr. Mocha. All right. Oh, I know about your life pre me. <laughs> that's why i said no you wouldn't have divorced your spouse if you caught him texting someone you would have been pissed off you might have hired a pi but you would not have divorced him if you found a text message in his phone is there a middle finger emoji that we can throw Uh, out listen you better find it because i'm right and you know i am you've had too much liquor but it's i mean so so past that okay in in the swinger world do i believe that I don't think many swingers get divorced. I mean, there is divorce in the swinger community, but I do believe that with the sexual freedom that is is offered, I don't think that there is, I don't think as many swingers get divorced. Well, I don't want to say like all of the time, but just from our experience um, of being in the swinger world, I feel like there was already something missing And that may have been, like, that was a factor in the divorce. It wasn't necessarily just the swinging. It was. Yes, I agree. Because I think um, if we want to be really honest about it, there's, I I can't say that Mr. Mocha and I have been on the edge because we've never been to, like, we're going to get divorced ever. We've never even been near the edge. But there has been, like, a few times that I have said to him, like, I've 
I've stopped playing with guys because I felt a certain way and I didn't want to feel that way about that person. Yeah, I get it. And not be like, and, and I didn't, don't mean in love because at that point in time, I didn't understand that the feeling that I was feeling for that person was lustful, very lustful. And if I felt like Mr. Mocha and I were at a disconnect, then I would cut that off. Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely understand that. Are you offended by that? Not even almost. <laughs> Not even almost. I'm just kidding. We've talked about it before. I mean, I, I do believe that, I do believe that, you know, in any, whenever you involve sex into, whenever you involve sex, I do believe that you have to, you know, kind of, I guess, do self checks. Mm-hmm. Um, because we do, there are times in, that we have, like gotten to a disconnect or we've had a disconnect, but it, it wasn't, it was never intentional for either of us. It was like, I don't think our disconnect was based on lifestyle. I think it was just no, based no, no. upon, it was always regular life. Uh, yeah. Like uh, the kids or we just, he had been traveling a lot for work or, or I was working a lot or I was involved with kids stuff a lot while he was traveling. So the disconnect was never lifestyle stuff, but for me, it carried over into lifestyle stuff because I had to have, I have to be in a certain headspace to do things. And I, I do believe that in most, in any relationship, well, not any, but 99% of the relationships out there, whether they're swingers or not swingers, if they're having challenges within their, within life, it does affect their sexual, their, their sex. Um, yeah, and, and it's not even challenges, like, between yourselves, just challenges, like, I could have had a really bad day at work or a week at work and just be stressed out about that. And I think women do s still have sex based on, on emotion, not all the time. But if I had a shitty week at work, I don't want to go to a meet and greet and talk to people and have to be friendly. <laughs> mm, yeah, you know? Um, and it's not that I don't want to see any of my friends and I don't, I don't want to see those people. I definitely want to see those people. I just not in a good headspace to go. It makes sense. So from, from your standpoint, why did you say yes to being a swinger? Because I was a freak. I felt like I was already a swinger pre you asking me. I just didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that it was like an actual thing. I mean, mm. think about it. There were several things I experienced pre-you. I just didn't, I thought that I was just being a hoe and that uh, people were judging I mean, me. Uh, we're not talking about being promiscuous. We're talking about actually being a swinger, being that, meaning that you're in a relationship with a partner and you and your partner are sharing a spe sexual experience with others. So we're not just talking about, because I've, I've had many women tell me in the past, oh, I'm a nympho or I'm promiscuous. And then I say, hey, you know, I'm a swinger. Would you be interested? And they're like, fuck no. I mean, I'm not doing that. I'm not sharing it. So I can that's, say that that's totally different. You, you're a really good salesman. <clears throat> <laughs> you are. Okay. At, at anything, not just swingers, swinger stuff. But you also made it completely comfortable for me. And it, it was a super easy transition just to go into it. So how could I say no? Or how would I want to say no? Or why would I want to say no? Okay. And so after we got into it and you said, okay, I'm going to take this step. Mm -hmm. 
what makes you stay, what makes you want to continue being a swinger? And I'm a freak is not really an answer. Sexual freedom. Okay. The sexual freedom. I, I, it's awesome to be with you and super corny, but I'm going to say it. So if I lose a little street cred, that's fine. (laughs) Okay. But Mr. Mocha is my best friend. And just like how you call your girl best friend and talk to her about your day at work or how dumb this person was about this or that or whatever the case may be, I I can tell Mr. Mocha everything. I can tell him, damn, like what yesterday when you walked in the kitchen, I was watching that guy on TikTok. Mocha. The muscular guy, the black, uh, the black guy with the beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. With the yeah. tattoos, Yeah. So he walked in and he, instead of having a reaction like, well, what are you doing? He came in and said, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to to look at things or flirt with other people, but still have that connection with him. Like, I don't have to date someone else. I can have a, a sexual relationship with someone else and still come home to him and but I love and care for him and lo- and like him. Mm-hmm. I like the person that I'm fucking, but not you know not all the time. But <laughs> I love him. Mm-hmm. I do think that um, that for me is that's one of the aspects of swinging that and a lifestyle that I like the most because I feel like if I can tell most guys can only tell their friends certain things. You can't tell your girlfriend certain things. I can't go to the gym and come back home and be like, most guys can't go to the gym and come home and be like, damn, baby, I was at the gym and I saw this girl. She was so fine. She had in these fucking tight yoga pants and I was trying not to... She, what? How dr- do you say it? She had a badass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, most guys can't come home and tell that to their wives. For or me, like me sending you videos from the second story of Ellie Fitness of yeah. dudes that I was staring at. Yeah, I mean, to me, that level of intimacy where... You know, you can feel free to look at things and I can feel free to look at things and we can come together on it. You know, I think that's I think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. I think most couples don't experience true intimacy because. If your girl or your man can't tell you that they saw someone attractive and share that with you, but they have to hold it in and wait till they get to work to talk to their work, their work buddies or they got to talk to their boys about something, then I mean, are you really intimate? Our intimacy, though. I think what a lot of people don't realize is I think you actually had to tell me that intimacy is not just sex. There's Definitely so many not. other there's so many other aspects of intimacy. I mean, to me, to me, sex, I mean, honestly, is especially in, you know, 2022 sex. Most people have had sex multiple times before they've gotten married. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. realistically, you've already given somebody your pussy and I've already given somebody my dick. So. <gasps> What what's the difference? Like how is so the physical act, you've already shown that you can give away your body. So you're not that's not unique, Mm -hmm. but the level of commitment and emotion and the level of uh, intimacy that we can share, it's it's on the psychological and emotional level. Physically, nothing. I mean, you you fucked a hundred dudes, and if you tell me, oh my god, you know, sexually, this is what what we call intimate. 
No, sex can be intimate, Mm -hmm. but sex is not the ultimate level of intimacy. Now, if we're talking about, you know, 1950 and the first time you guys ever had sex was with each other and you've only had sex with each other for your whole life, then you can say, okay, sex is intimate. But if you fuck somebody before me, you can't tell me that sex is the only thing that we can call Sex is the only thing that we can classify as intimacy. And I fucked way too many chicks to say that, you know, sex is is the ultimate in intimacy. But I think that also, too, with swinging or kink or, or whatever you do, balance is a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. You, uh, balance between um, time with each other and, and playtime. Yeah. It can't be every weekend or every day we're going to have a, we're going to a party or we're going to, you're going to play with somebody or I'm going to play with somebody because there's been several times in our relationship where I've had to pull Mr. Mocha back and be like, okay, I need to reconnect. Not that, and let me just clarify. He's not an insensitive asshole. We just, we both get caught up in certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and once again, I mean, her pulling me back was just because, you know, what we see as intimacy, you know, it took us a long time to identify what she what she needed quantifies as intimacy and what I quantifies as intimacy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, she can fuck five guys a day every single day and I won't feel a disconnect because I feel like we're always connected, you know, and I knew with her we get into modes where, you know, whether we were having lots of play dates with other couples or we were going to swinger events a lot and she just say, hey, listen, I just need me time where it's just me and you because she was starting to feel like because we had, because we were giving our attention to so many people, she didn't feel that attention coming from me. Mm-hmm. You know, and just by my nature, like I'm one, I'm one of those people where, you know, you don't have to, if, if you know me and you know how I am, you don't have to ask me if I love you and I don't have to tell you. I'm going to show you with my actions. So for me, it's never, I've never had a moment in our relationship where I felt like we were disconnected, but I am also a dude. You know, I'm a dude and as a dude, I I don't view, for me, I, it was I'm not just the, the same. It was the attention though. Like I needed just I needed your full attention that mm-hmm. day or that night like because there's several uh, like we talked about with that intimacy is not just sex mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to sit in the bed with Mr. Mocha for and binge watch freaking Netflix for 20 hours or 12 mm-hmm. hours or whatever and for me that makes me feel better because he gives me a certain amount of attention and it's just attention focused on me and yes I need a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> and that and that's understandable. And I mm-hmm. think that that's one another one of the things that that has kept us strong. When you talk about swinging, you know, how can you swing? Well, swinging starts with communication. Mm-hmm. Communication is key when it comes to being in a relationship where you and your partner are sharing yourselves with other people sexually. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have communication, it's going to be a problem. And most people don't understand that swinging is a journey. Anything that is outside of the usual 
society uh, regulated sexual norms, anything outside of that, it takes time to learn because you have to unlearn all the things that you were taught and you have to unlearn all the things that society says Mm -hmm. is okay. You know, I can't tell you how many guys are like, man, I can't see how you let some dude fuck your wife. You know, what kind of shit is that? Well, it is what it is. You know, the same way that she lets me fuck another chick. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it goes, I mean, it's, it's something that we both experience. So, you know, communication to me is absolutely key. And for us, I just had to learn when she needed time that was not, when she needed attention that wasn't divided, you know, because my brain is always going a thousand miles an hour. That's just my nature. So, for me, splitting attention has never been difficult. I think that's probably that was probably the toughest thing in our relationship for her to learn how my mind worked because, you know, she would always wonder, like, how can you divide your attention in so many places and still be efficient at stuff? Well, that's just how my brain works. Yeah, because I need I, as much as an extrovert, right, mm-hmm. that I, I, I am, I'm that much of an introvert also. I can be balls to the wall for four or five days and then I need to sit in my bed and stare at my phone or sit with the dog or sit with Mr. Mocha and calm myself and just decompress. Yeah. And I really don't have a stop button. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, go, 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 go. Like after being together for over a decade, she still has to sometime be like, Hey, stand still for a second, you know, sit down. Let's, let's just chill. And then, you know, and, and, when we do that, I can always see how beneficial that reconnect is for her. And, you know, once again, that communication helps make our swinging relationship that much stronger. Um, so the next question is, how do we, how, how do you think, how have we kept our sex life, our swing life exciting? Exciting? Yeah, exciting. What makes you want to keep doing it? (sighs) Well, for me, I like the way that I like the sex after we've had sex with other people and we've had a really good night. I like the social interaction um, for the most part. (laughs) Um, I like the people and I just like how it connects us. And I like that we, where we are. I guess is the best way to put it, where we are in lifestyle now. Um, anybody I meet is my friend. Um, we've had lots of good times. We've had lots of times that we've gotten in the car and laughed about. <laughs> yes. I mean, there were so many different scenarios of play, how we played, who we played with, the couples we played with. However, some of them were fun. Some of them were funny. Some of them were terrible. <laughs> Some of them I cried, but it was all things that we still were like, this was still fun. So let's do it again. Mm-hmm. I definitely being, being a swinger to me, I, I definitely say those are the things that make it exciting. The Like, what are you going to, it's the, what do you call it? The anticipation. Mm-hmm. It, what's it going to be tonight? Are we going to play? Are we not going to play? It's kind of like dating. Mm, I guess you can say that. I mean, like, in a way, uh, we're going to meet a couple. We have some drinks. We don't know. We're going to fuck. We don't know 
if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad or <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it's going to be something's going to happen or because I mean, how many times have we had um, play sessions where someone has been dramatic or cried or argued for an hour in our bedroom downstairs? Yeah, that's de- <laughs> we've definitely had some we've definitely had some uh, awkward uh, swinger moments. But so even if the sex wasn't uh, exciting or whatever, it was still always there was some form of entertainment, which sounds does that sound bad? No, no. I mean, I think to me, the lifestyle as a whole. I can remember my first time going into a sex club, my very first time going in. And it was the first time I can remember standing in the middle of the club. There's that trapeze. There's like a woman dancing. Oh, I was at the bar first and I'm like staring at the bar and a lady walks up next to me in a towel with her titties out. And no one, no one was staring at her like she was an alien. And then I remember being on the dance floor and there were ladies making out with each other. There's like, I kept seeing, there's like a group of people. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out whose wife is who. And then I go to the back and I see just sex everywhere. I just see sex and all kind of craziness everywhere. And I think... I can remember thinking, like, this is where I belong. Like, I'm always having so many sexually inappropriate thoughts, and I finally feel comfortable around a group of people who are sexually in, with, with no true sexual inhibitions. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, they're not worried about anything that anyone's saying. So to me, like, that was my first taste of the excitement of being in a lifestyle. Right, and it was always so exciting for me but uh, honestly the attention because I didn't realize how sexually free I was until we kind of started doing it you know what I mean like until we got into it and I would go and just get naked and not give a fuck about what people thought around me and everyone thought that that was such a great thing so I mean I continued on (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, to this day Nudity whenever is possible. Yeah, but that was like the 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 most freeing part for me. I think was to be able to walk in to a room, be completely naked, and no one cared. Yeah, people cared. Don't get me wrong, but people enjoyed. They didn't judge. Right. I mean, and and it was kind of too because it was a little edgy because there were people that were like, oh, "She's walking around naked. Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Oh." We're at a sex club. Is that okay? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was the best of both worlds. You had the people that were excited about walking around naked and they wanted to play with you. Or had the people that, you know, the whisper people that stand in the corner and yeah, say yeah. shit about you. And you're, you're like, oh, well, that's just what I do. And that's fine. All right. So your first visit to a sex club on a, on a scale of one to ten, how much did you enjoy it? We'll say the second one. We're not going to say the first one because the first one, remember, was on a Wednesday. No, I mean, you got to like, say the first one. We're no, that was the time that I said it, about the, the Cheerio. The first, I mean, the first time you were there, did you enjoy yourself? It was interesting. It wasn't It wasn't bad. Uh, um, so you enjoyed yourself or you didn't? Yes, I did. Okay, so what made it enjoyable? Just the environment, the vibe, 
you're like it's kind of like when you're in high school fucking in the backseat of your car it's like something you know you're really not supposed to do Mm, but you're there and you're doing it yeah so it makes it that much more exciting no matter who's there or whatever yeah i agree i know my first time to swing in the swingers club i didn't have sex I mean, I, honestly, that was. Pr- Did we have sex that night? No, I don't believe so. I think I mean, we had we sex might with have each sex other together. Yeah, with each other. I, don't I think, think we had we... sex with each other. Yeah, so, but it was. That's why we. That's why I took you on a Wednesday because I told you I didn't want to take you on a Saturday because I thought it would be too overwhelming. Well, Saturday was great. Yeah, well, that was after <laughs> you went. That was after you. Well, I broke you in easy. I took you in on a Wednesday. Uh, you know, when we went on Saturday. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Dicks yeah. everywhere. That was where the guy with the tattoos, the guy from New York, tattoos, younger guy, tried to fuck me on that bed near the tiki bar, but he couldn't get his dick on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he was nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was his, that was his first time, his first time at a club. And that was my second time. Yeah. So. yeah. He was like, man, I just it's just so many people around watching. I'm like. Hey, listen, you shouldn't have pulled, you shouldn't have talked shit. Yeah, he was definitely. <laughs> don't, don't pull out the wand if you're not going to use it. <laughs> if, you ain't gonna, if you don't, if you don't plan on doing a magic trick, keep your wand in your pants. Yeah, but it was, it was a good time. I, I, there's never, I've never really had any complaints about sex clubs. Yeah, I think that, that night, the first night I ever went. So I didn't, obviously I really didn't, you know what to expect, but you don't know what to expect. And that was that was when trapeze was really, really crazy. Yeah. And um, I'm like walking to the back, going back toward the tiki bar, to the tiki bar or the mm-hmm. pool. And there's this lady playing pool and she's got a towel on. And I walk by and like she grazed you. Oh, no. She like I, like I'm walking past and she like kind of backed up into me and like start rubbing her ass on me. And I look up at her husband and this is my first time there. So I'm like. I have careful. no idea what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to grab her ass? Am I supposed to whip my dick out? I don't know. I'm like, for me, I wanted to whip my dick out because she was fine as shit. But I'm saying to myself, like, I don't know the etiquette yet. If I whip my dick out, I don't want to be trying to fight some guy with my dick out. So I was like, <laughs> like smiling. And I kept going. Now, in hindsight, because she was so fine, I wish I would have known that all I, all I had to do was say hi to her husband, shake his hand, and have a conversation. And I could have been fucking on a pool table. Damn, yeah. Yeah, I know. But Mr. I didn't Mocha. know. I, I did you. not know. I mean, I know now. Man, live so. and learn, man. What's that? What is it? What is it on that uh, movie? What is it? No regrets? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had some regrets. Regrets. That's what it was. Regrets. No regrets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely had some regrets. So, yeah, that was that was my my first time going in there and I, I saw a lot of stuff man I, I walked back as soon as I, I I got past the lady who's rubbing her ass on me then you walk back into the pool area and you know that far corner they had like the the little um cabana there's mm-hmm. like five people in the bed in the cabana and then when you look to the right of the tiki bar there's a line of people sitting there naked and then on your left they had those two chairs they had those like um leather like chairs next mm-hmm. to the pool and there was a chick bent over it sucking one dude's dick getting fucked from behind and i was like i found my people i'm dead <laughs> this is where i belong <laughs> you know i didn't join in but i was like 
then they had the hot tubs. It was like naked people in the hot tubs. It was fucking amazing. I was like, man, this is. The, the- but you remember that we only got in those hot tubs like twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ever. Just because, you know, I didn't know if there was cum in there or. Listen, I, I mean, do have a little OCD. Like, I didn't want to swim in someone else's cum. Yeah. We never got, I never got in the pool. I don't know about Mr. Mocha, but like. No, I never got in the pool. I never got in the pool either. I mean, here's the thing with the hot tub in the pool. Let me let me just be completely honest here because I don't I don't want to lie. If there was a woman fine enough in the pool for me to go into the pool, I would have gone into the pool. But no, I never I never got. The pool. You know, the first it's funny. The first time that I ever saw you naked in the pool was in Hito. Yeah. Yeah. That's because when we went to Hito, I mean, you're the nudist, not me. You know how I am. I don't pull my dick out unless I'm going to use it. Which is crazy because you look like a superhero and I'm a little thick, you know. Hey, listen, <laughs> that's irrelevant. When my dick come out, somebody getting, somebody's taking it. And you, But you're so shy about your penis. I don't know. It's listen, so funny. I mean, I'm not shy about my penis. I mean, I fuck on camera all the time. But it's just... Like I don't just want to walk around my dick. Just <laughs> Why? Fuck dick, dick flapping in the wind. If and shit. I had a huge dick, I would totally rock that shit. Oh, no, listen, that's I why just, I don't have a dick. Thing, yeah, that's why you don't have a dick. That's exactly why you be in jail for be being like a that. target with what's your dick the, out. What's the elephant meme where the uh, yeah elephant swinging his trunk if, around? Women, if, if women have had a dick, yeah, that would definitely be swinging his little trunk around. That would totally be me. Yeah, so I mean. A hito, but hito was hito was different after like after, after like the first hour you were good yeah i'm trying to you get just, naked at the gate yeah i know <laughs> we walk into the fucking hito she's we're at the check-in desk and she's can i get naked like calm down man just i couldn't get off the bus fast can enough. we can we clear fucking can we clear the front desk before you start taking shit off um and hito for those of you that don't know is hedonism in jamaica it's um it's a nudist resort, but also a swingers resort. So, yeah. yeah, but it was a, so what Mr. Mocha was saying is that in Hedo, there's a, a nude side, there's a prude side. So we actually, our room was on the prude side, but you, we hung out on the nude side most of the time, but you can't yeah, go on Because my wife that. is a nudist. You wanted to see nudity, man, come on. I you did. could be on the beach I in did. Jamaica naked and you wanted to be on the clothes side? No, no. I'll was, judge you, man. I was good. <laughs> I mean, so we're in... when you go to towards the nude side, though, they actually have a security guard there. And you cannot go over there unless yeah, you are lady, nude. Those, those ladies were not playing. Yeah, they were like, no, you no, could, you can't you come to this side. On, yep. but you got to be naked. You have to be naked. So, but, um, I mean, Hito was fun. I mean, we... I sexual kept freedom, a, Mr. Mocha. The... The old lady played with my dick in the pool. You had so many ladies. So he's walking through the pool, and it was like a pool party day. He's walking through through the pool to the bar, and he looks at me and he says, I've never had so many women grab my dick and touch it without fucking me until we came here. Yeah, I was going to eat it. <laughs> I was like, listen, I need either a tip jar or some pussy, but y'all going to stop touching my dick. <laughs> y'all going to stop playing with my dick, and I'm not getting none out of this shit. Mr. Mocha does not like a dick tease. Yeah, no, not at all. What, do you want some Fireball? Uh, well, I, well, shit, I guess if we're drinking Fireball, I'll have some Fireball. My wife's trying to get me drunk. Uh, look, we got some friends on there. Say hi, I don't got my glasses on. Oh, um, Here. I can't see She's she's trying to hand hand me a handle of fireball 
while I'm trying to hand her the phone so she can see who's oh my on. God, you're fine. And it's about to you're be fine. a disaster. So. Oh, Chocolate Thunder's on. What's going on, Chocolate Thunder? And uh, Blushing Vixen. Blushing Vixen, what's She's going on? on? Hey. Hot Wife. I saw Mistress K on a minute ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She got off. We are kind of quiet today. Um, but, yeah, with. With swinging I, I can say it the main reason that we swing is for sexual enhancement yeah i mean i think so we're ve- uh, mr mocha and i are very sexual creatures though like he is a lot more controlled when it comes to not ha- like just even us not having sex but if i don't get sex for like two or three days i'm yeah she's a psychopath Without don't sex. say psychopath. Without dick, she no, she's not a psycho. She's just whiny and like, like literally. If I'm kind of she bitchy. she could she could she could be out of town for three days, come home, and, and be because we him. haven't had sex, <laughs> she's like, "Is there something wrong with me? You've been gone for three days. I you just walked in the house. Like she's like overthinking like everything. Walk in the house and like molest me. I mean, because I, I don't pick her up and body slam her and fucking Captain Captain Caveman her and rip her clothes off. It's like calm down. Like the dick's coming. Yeah, but I'm super impatient. Like when I was in, Sex, um, she's sexually impatient. Yeah. She's patient with everything else. When I was in um, Illinois for that, what was I? But there for six days. Mm-hmm. Although I loved hanging out with my friend. I did not like not like fucking, and I don't like. I actually told Mister Mocha that I'm a little codependent on him. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you say it like that? Oh, I didn't know you heard me. I'm sorry. We're getting divorced, everyone. <laughs> this ah, is a divorce shit. episode. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah, I I can say I not just sexually codependent on him, but I I just like I like his attention. Yeah, I mean, we like. Being I like around attention each other. from other people, but I, I like his the most. I mean, what's what's really interesting, especially with our relationship, and I will, I definitely do believe that, um, that being swingers and being in lifestyle has a lot to do with it. You know, on on my on our worst week, I give her way more attention than I've ever given anybody else, but she's so used to having my attention. Because we we laugh together, we joke together. I mean, we're like we're like teenagers in the house. I mean, we're always doing dumb shit, you know, to each other. Or you can just you know. say that I'm doing dumb shit to you. Yeah, usually. she yeah 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 she does she does most of the dumb shit, and usually I just shake my head and laugh. But you know, she's so used to that because we're so close. There's really nothing we can't tell each other. And I think that if there's anything I can say about being in the lifestyle, being in an non-monogamous, excuse me, an ethical non-monogamous relationship, the bond that you have with your your partner is is fucking unbelievable. I mean, think about it. If my if if I can tell my wife, "Hey, baby, I'm going to Florida," and while I'm there, you know. I want to do something fun. And she's like, oh, well, I got on, you know, the swinger dating site and there's a a hot wife down there that wants some dick. Uh, I'm going to set that up for you on Friday. Okay, great. If I can tell my wife that I'm having sex with another woman, what the fuck is it that I can't tell her? 
what 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 is there in the world that I can't say out loud to her if we can discuss the fact that we're having sex? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going. I see we have a couple people who want to get in and chat with us. Uh, Giuseppe uh, and what? Just is that Giuseppe? I don't know. I didn't see the Wait, name. Are you I not letting either. both of them know? Well, I'm a, well, I just I just let one in. Say hi to us. Well, that didn't work, so I'm going to let Michael in. Hey, what's going on? You have a question for us? Comment? You're on mute. I, I, got, a, I got a question. Okay. So, my fiance and I are, like, talking about, like, exploring a little bit. Like, playing, maybe, you know, not just, you know, maybe a couple more people or just one switching off different genders. How would you handle how would you handle that as your first time since you're an experienced person? Start with what you're comfortable with. I guess I'm trying to f- understand. Maybe He's just saying playing in general for your first time like what would you do? Yeah, it's like first time experiencing like what are your maybe thoughts to go through with it like mm. I'm kind of like I'm I'm on the fence a little bit. Like I'll be honest, like I'm not judging y'all by coming in here. I'm coming in here with curiosity like oh, no I'm worries, on the man. fence like with, I'm on the fence with it. So like I'm just I just want to be like not talked into it, but just what are your thoughts on 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 getting that extra like push, I guess, to well, do it first, you both need to discuss what you are and aren't comfortable with. And I think I've actually said on a few other episodes that you should maybe um sounds crazy, but fantasize talk about your fantasies during sex absolutely because if you do that, then there's a slight chance that you'll kind of know how you feel if you're while you're actually doing the act. So if you're telling her while you're having sex, I really like the thought of you playing with another girl or, or licking another girl's pussy while I'm touching her breast or whatever the case may be. I'm just throwing some scenarios out there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank if, you. If you say all of that stuff during sex, you can feel her body's reaction. And of course, the first time that you even talk about something like that during sex, it's going to be a little weird because it's always hard to say that stuff in the beginning. But if she can, she or you can say that stuff during sex, then it'll be easier for you or her to actually go through with it. But you really just have to talk about what you actually want to do if you did go into a relationship like that. Right, right. Do you want right. to both have sex with the opposite sex, or do you just want to start with a girl, or do you just want to start with another well, guy, I, you know? I don't mean to interrupt you. I like what you just said, because the nonverbal cue thing is a good thing, because that explains all. So it's obviously not dinner table talk, right? but it would definitely be in the sack, you know, definitely in the moment. Sorry for my life. A uh, little innuendo, but you know, it, it would definitely be in the moment there because of the nonverbal reaction. I, I really do love that. Um, yeah, um, the, the I, I don't know how to pronounce your host. Opa says the dick and the pussy don't lie. We, I mean, it's a made for a reason. I mean, yeah. that's why you know I'm here to explore. I, I, I want to know more, and I, I don't want to you know force it, my significant other on anything that she doesn't want to do as well. Have so. you guys tried? Have you uh, just take a step, a little step further? Um, have you tried watching porn together? 
the type of comedian uh, that you imagine? Kind of. Yeah, we've done a few, uh, not not a lot, but a couple times. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always, yeah. I always believe that, you know, those two things, if you can talk about it during sex and you can watch it on point, watch it, watch other people do it mm-hmm. and have sex while it's happening. That's everything is a progression. Yep. Everything is a progression. So first you get over the awkwardness of, oh, my God, we're watching porn together and we're having sex to porn. And then you get past the fact that while you're having sex with your wife, you're asking her 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 fantasies and vice versa. And you're listening to her tell you about her sexual fantasies. And the thing is, you also want to just make sure that you one of the big mistakes that people make when they, they take that first step and talking about talking about their fantasies during sex is, you know, your wife's you're you're having sex with her and she's telling your fantasy and all of a sudden she says something that doesn't necessarily align with your fantasies and you stop like, oh, what the fuck? And now you've just conditioned her to that's selfish, to not, yeah, selfish. To yeah. not tell you the truth, because sure. I mean, <laughs> if your wife okay, busts though. out that, hey, I want to get gang banged by 40 dudes, you know, I know it's going <laughs> to freak you the fuck out. But you don't you don't yell at her because it don't mean you, you have to do that. Yeah. But right. at least you got honesty out of her and you got her opened up to enough because because I know she won't do that. But if it's her fantasy, it's her fantasy. Like, exactly. I mean. And I mean, like that's that's you can't be selfish with it. So I I really do appreciate that because, but I mean, I'm kind of more maybe into exploring than than my significant other. But I by no means want to force her into anything that she wouldn't want to do either. Ofa mm-hmm. Ofa says, yeah. No, so we, yeah, our our podcast is O faces. We're you know, Mr. Like, and Mrs. Like your old sorry, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no worries, yeah, yeah, no worries, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so and, and Mr. Mocha in the beginning. He started off, and I thought he was a nut job. I'll just say that out loud because he said to me when I was before pre lifestyle. Hey guys, those who are waiting to get in, we're gonna let you in. So don't don't just just hang in there for a second. We're gonna click you in in one second, okay? But Mister Mocha actually said to me like via text one day. He was like, "So what are your fantasies?" And I thought that was the weirdest shit that he had ever said to me. Like, no lie, but you know, I was like, "Why would he ask me that?" But then as we like progressed, because it is sometimes even easier just to say something via text, because then I'm not there to actually see your reaction and you can have time to think about what I said, which is good and bad in itself, Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, it's a progression. Everything is a progression. You know, you send her a text message, you guys text back and forth. You sex. And then and then once you get past that step, you know, you mm-hmm. you have that conversation before bed, you have that conversation while you're while you're stimulating your your significant other, and then you keep going, you go step by step by step. And that progression, you know, it is human nature to push our boundaries. So once you've done one thing and that's excited you a certain amount and it becomes comfortable, whether it be the sexting, then the stimulation while talking and sharing fantasies it becomes comfortable. Then you do it during sex. It becomes comfortable. And then you're ready to take that next step and actually go out there and attempt to do it with, but you know, real people. you also have to be willing to take, to push boundaries. Right. Some people right. aren't, aren't, don't want to feel uncomfortable at any point in time, but we would both be lying if we ever, if we said to you, you're not ever going to feel uncomfortable because you are, because oh, yeah. not everyone's fantasies is the same. We've been in lifestyle for a, 
a long time, and there's still a you know a few times since from Mocha's made me under uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. I've just we've talked about it and we got past it, and I was good. Yeah. So, it's just all about how you communicate. Yeah, communication is everything. Yeah. I really do appreciate that because I mean it is communication, but at the same time, I you know it's it's selfless love always. So you got to meet in the middle, and I know significant other my significant other you know pushes boundaries sometimes and maybe you know maybe you know we find out what we want or not but i think it just takes communication and honesty and transparency to kind of get that so i I appreciate that guys thank you and listen you know check out our check out our uh, podcast old faces you can find it wherever you get podcasts our early episodes we actually talk about you know the about getting into the lifestyle you know from you know, Phrases, from the very beginning, yeah. mm-hmm. you, you learn the lifestyle terminology. Yep. So I would definitely say, you know, check out the podcast. And as you start the episode at season one, you kind of work through and go, oh, OK, this is how how we got into it. A lot of experiences that we've had um, and we've a lot of people told us that it's helped them on their journey. So check that out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will do. I'll check that out on, you know, I'm sure like Apple Podcasts yes, or whatever yep. that works. Yep, yeah. I, will, I will definitely check that out. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, and you. thank you for jumping Shout in. Shout out. All right. Uh, so I think we got. Big Latin what? Big, was that Big Latin Bull that jumped in? I don't know. I didn't see the name. You're Big Latin. Big cock. Latin Cock. Gotcha. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Good. Hello, how, how are you? you? Thank you very much for your stay. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Well, I will introduce myself a little bit. I'm a single guy for the last 15 years. And actually, like, content, adult content creator. So I just wanted to, well, for Michael, that's actually he lives, I, I think. But a, a good way to introduce to the swinger lifestyle, I think, for people who are starting in the lifestyle is if they can swim by in the swinger club so they can experiment what what can they feel in in that environment mm-hmm. and it's a good step if he wants to introduce her wife or her partner to this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that is um, that's a that's a, a big step, you know, going in and just, you know, going in as a couple and just watching, just being voyeurs for a night, watching what people do, watching how people respond, because I do believe that contrary to popular opinion, a swinger, a swingers club, you know, swingers are very, very welcoming to new people. They're especially welcoming to new couples. If you go to a swingers club for your first time and say, hey, I'm a new couple. We've never been here before. Every experienced couple is going to be, you know, they're going to, oh, we're going to let, they'll try to go easy on you. They'll try to introduce you to people. You know, they'll, they'll ask you, are you comfortable? You know, that's, I I definitely do agree with the fact, agree with your opinion that going to a swingers club is a great way to just dip your toe into the swinger world. Exactly. All right. Uh, thanks for jumping on. And who we have? Uh, we have uh, Blushing Vixen. Blushing She's Vixen. Hey, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good, good. Love you guys so much. Listen, um, we're always happy to see you pop in. 
I was actually just going to answer a little bit on Michael and kind of uh, elaborate on what you said, Mrs. Mocha, which is, yes, definitely feeling that body reaction is so amazing. I know it can help for the guys as they're starting to tell us what their fantasies are. But honestly, I'm sure you, you uh, you can agree. But for me, I know there's nothing that made me feel more comfortable in the beginning than feeling my husband's reaction to either the guys commenting on my pictures or just those fantasy talking like that, his reaction assured me more that we were good to go forward and kind of, it's okay. You don't have to worry about his reaction. You're not going to like embarrass yourself or, you know, get yourself in trouble. (laughs) You're not sitting on another dick while he's looking like a deer in headlights and he's going to throw up all at the same time. (laughs) you know you never want that reaction i i I get that oh god that's all i wanted to end love you guys so much love you love you thank you for jumping in and you know so she she had a really good point you know if you it's it's just like you know for for those guys out there who who are actually good at sex and you know how to pay attention to your partner, pay attention to her body language and things like that. It's the same thing when you're getting into the lifestyle, you get into swinging. It's very, very important to pay attention to your partner, especially if you are the engine behind, behind the, the, your, the step into the lifestyle. If you're the person who's kind of pushing it, the most important thing for you to do is to pay attention to your partner. There's, I, there's a, a couple of guys I know, one in particular, who pushes his spouse relentlessly and aggressively to get into the lifestyle. And it's been counterproductive because he doesn't pay attention to her, her needs, her desires. You know, she's interested in the lifestyle, but because he pushes so hard and he doesn't pay attention to her, um, I think that because it's more his fantasy than her, than she wants it. But it's it. The fantasy excites him more than it does her. Yeah. And and she's also very, very shy. Mm -hmm. And because he's not shy, he doesn't he's not willing to take in consideration the many other factors that the many other hurdles that she has to jump over to get into the lifestyle comfortably. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that people are trying to get into the lifestyle. There's so many different variables. Okay. Now uh, you have people who are concerned about, you know, their jobs. You have people who are concerned about their families, people who are concerned about their kids, uh, people who are concerned about their personal image. And if you don't, know the lifestyle if you don't understand the lifestyle it's very difficult to take that take that leap into it mm-hmm. you know and one thing that we've learned since we've been in the lifestyle number one people in lifestyle are not trying to tell other people that you're in the lifestyle you know it's always funny to me like i've seen people <laughs> i've seen people in public who are swingers and they they'll see me and they'll freak out like like, like we're going to talk oh about. Oh, no. Other swingers, let's run. It's like, whoa, dude. Or like the time that I saw the guy in the yeah. grocery store and he like ran. 
Then he texts me. He was like, are you good? And I was like, dude, you can come say hello. I'm with my kid, but it's not like I'm going to suck your dick in this grocery yeah, exactly. store. Exactly. I mean, it's not I'm like we're like, hey, how's yeah. that swinger party right yeah. in front of your fucking kids? Yeah. It's like, dude. Calm down. Hey, how are you? How we are don't want our neighbors cool to know either. You. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to tell the whole neighborhood that, you know, we're out fucking each other, fucking our friends on the weekends, you know. So, Facts. you know, that's one thing that most people have to should understand that in the lifestyle, people are very discreet. People are very discreet in the lifestyle. You know, secondly, when it comes to, you know, if you run into a swinger in public, if you don't make it obvious, they're not going to make it obvious. Like, literally, I can't tell you how many people have said, oh, well, we didn't want to say anything because we're going to make it weird. So if you see me in the store, you can't say, hi, how are you? And just pretend like you know me from hell. You can know me from grocery shopping every or weekend. Church. Who, <laughs> what what normal person is going to look at you, say hi to me and automatically think, Oh, oh my, my God, God they swingers. must be swingers. No one cre- no one bridges those two gaps, okay? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, and then even when it comes to your family, you know, oftentimes people are like, oh, if my family finds out, you know, what are they going to think about me? Look, I know a bunch of motherfuckers out there who che- who's been cheating on their wife for years, and they're not concerned about their family finding out, okay? <laughs> like, how's your family going to find out where you're putting your dick at or who you letting your wife fuck? Like, how does, how is that going to happen? You know, so I think that those are factors that people tend to overthink. But if you're the person that's pushing the idea of swinging, mm-hmm. it's your job to make the other person comfortable, and you have to sit down and have a reasonable logical conversation with that person and break those things down honey i'm pretty sure our five-year-old kid is not going to figure out that we're swingers okay we're good okay you know or i'm pretty sure when we have people over you know the neighbor's not going to automatically assume that That we're fucking them like you've been having company come over for the last 15 years and all of a sudden you think that your neighbors are going to assume that this car that pulled up, like like it has swinger mobile on the side of it or something, you know? Don't it, overthink it. Yeah, don't overthink what it. Mister Mocha's trying to say because even for what was it our like Fourth of July? Yes, we had a good. We had swingers at our house. We had our kids at our house, and we had our neighbors at our house. Yeah, and I can assure you, our neighbors did not. Yeah, our neighbors or our kids never looked at our friends and said, oh, you know something? I bet my I bet mom's sleeping with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, they it looks like that, that guy might have fucked my mom. Like, that's not, <laughs> it's, it's not what happens. It's not never happened, never happened. That's so. not how it works. So, yeah. you know, so if you're the driving force, you still you still have to understand all of the, the, the concerns that that person's going to have. And then also, if you want to get into swinging, you know. Be open and understanding. And how about doing some research? You know, <laughs> Google. I mean, we do Google. have Google now. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not 100% accurate, but it will give you some pointers and some tips. You know, it will help you out with some of the the lifestyle uh, swinger language because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of term. There's there's just like anything else. There's terminology that you may not be familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know, I I tell this story all the time. You know, when I first got on to uh SDC, which is, uh, was it, Swingers, Swingers Day-, Day Club? Mm-hmm. Swingers Day Club. The first time I got on that years ago. And this is when I was still pretty, this is when I was very new to being in the lifestyle. 
and they ask all these questions, you know, what are you into? You know, do you like oral? Do you like massage? Do you like... Oh, is it you like water sports? It, yeah, one said, do, do you like water sports? And I'm like, yes. you know something? I love to swim. I love fucking jet skis. So I put out like water sports on there, not knowing that that meant that, you know, you want to get pissed on. And Hey, I don't want to get pissed on. I don't... Hey, listen, if you want to be pissed on... He's we can got, work that he's out. Got some pee for you. But I don't want to be pissed on. And I realized then, like, I need to understand the terminology here. And so, you know, that's what made me start learning lifestyle lingo because, you know, I was volunteering to get, you know, R. Kelly, and that's not my thing. Oh, R. Kelly. <laughs> I don't say anything about him. That's my dude. <laughs> the pervert? Yeah. First of all, it's the songs, okay? I'll I'll just judge you in private. That's fine. You can because you're not going to be mad when I'm listening to R. Kelly upstairs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, Ooh, Mike from Keys and Anklets is on. Oh, what's up, bro? How you doing? We just talking about getting into the lifestyle and you know some of the good. He's not really on. He's just listening. He's listening. I know he's listening. You know he'll he'll wave his hand if he can. I mean, there's no reason why he can't wave his hand because I called him earlier. He was supposed to call me back, so. Oh, I'm about to peer pressure shit. him into getting on here and saying something. Oh, shit. Don't make me call your phone, Mike. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, that he's such a bully. All but right. anyways, I, so for me, the exciting part is still being able to, and he's just requested to get on. The exciting part for me is still being able to have such a great connection with you, but sleep with other people and reconnect afterwards. Absolutely. That's I, I think that is my favorite part of the lifestyle. We can stay in a hotel of six or seven hundred people, fuck thirty or forty for the weekend, and still come back to our room, cuddle each other, sleep, talk about it, smile, have some snacks, yeah. <laughs> and go back at it the next day, you know? Absolutely. So that is the excitement because if you think about it, we have a very taboo relationship. Mm-hmm. Our our relationship would be considered taboo because not all swingers swing like we do. That's not true. all lifestyle people are like we are. So whatever your dynamic may be, do what's comfortable to you. But that's what's comfortable for us and exciting for us. Mike, he's an anklist. What's going on, brother? Mike, fuck you. Were you, were you telling your naive-ass water sports story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about my Ricky season. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. He almost got pissed on Mike. Listen, yeah, I love water sports. Water sports are great. What's not uh, the love? <laughs> listen, I thought they were talking about jet skis, man. I had no idea they were talking about anything else. Yeah, yeah. You got to get hit with the lingo. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. You'll find yourself in an awkward situation <laughs> real so, quick. I don't want to like put you on the spot, spot, Mike, but I'm going to. So we were just talking about um, why we swing. Um, so I don't. I know you don't want to label yourself as a swinger, but you kind of are. He's in the are. lifestyle. He's yeah, you're in the lifestyle. So why did why did you get in and why did you stay in? Huh. Um, why did I get in? Mm-hmm. I mean. I've always been into like sexual stuff. You know what I mean, like at my boarding school, I was known as the purveyor of like magazines and videos and mm-hmm. I thought all you that shit. Pervert, but purveyor, that's go ahead, that's fine. <laughs> same thing, same thing. There you, there you, I yeah. like I, I like the twist. Go ahead. Yeah, same thing. Um, so I've always been like 
curious about that world. You know what I'm saying? Um, knew about swinging as I got older, but it, it seemed off limits to me because, you know, swinging involved couples. I mean, and I didn't have a girl who was down with that. But even prior to getting into the lifestyle, and I'm sure Mr. Mocha can speak on this, you know, when you in the, you know, and I'm sure the same thing happens in, in white neighborhoods too, but you know, when you in the hood mm-hmm. and you with your buddies, every once in a while, one of your boys might come through with a jump off, you know. Hey, um, man, you got to explain to people what a jump off is. You can't, don't you? Can't. A, a jump, a, a, a jump off is, is, is a girl that just likes to get down. Like you can bring her through the crib and like all the homies can smash. You know, it was, you know, she was a freak, you it's know. Yeah, yeah, gang bang that um, the train. Okay, train train. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, dudes would bring her through and, and run a train on her or whatever. But this was before I even stepped my foot in the lifestyle. But it was like a taste of it. You know what I'm saying? And you know, in those situations, you know, some dudes had trouble performing. You know, because people were watching, and you know, all your boys in the room and everything. And I, n- I never really had those problems. So fast forward, you know, knowing about swinging, but thinking that it was off limits to me because I didn't have a partner. But then, you know, being online and reading about shit, that's when I discovered that there were couples who were specifically looking for like single black men. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. You know, single black man, I, 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 you know, I, I can check that box, you know, um, so started chatting with people and next thing you know, I found a couple and hooked up with them and you know in the midst of playing one of them called me sir and i didn't i didn't know what was going on i was like because they were a cuckold couple but i didn't know anything about cuckolding and one of them called me sir and in my head i'm like did they just call me no nah, i'm tripping i that like why would they call me that and then they caught a couple minutes later they said it again and i was like okay i know i heard them that time but they're older than me. Why would they call me sir? Like, do they think I'm in the military or something? Like, what's this sir shit? <laughs> you know, but I just went with it. I mean, I just rolled with it. It was fun. It didn't bother me. I liked the way that they were responding to me, whatever. So when I got home from that experience, I just started going online trying to figure out what that sir shit was about. And I just started going down the rabbit hole and I've never come out. That was like 25 years. That was like 25 years ago. I've never come out of that rabbit hole, you know, and you know, the thing, one of the things that's most appealing about it. And this is one of the things that I, I enjoy about uh, cuckold couples and also uh, the, the BDS, the BDSM aspect, especially the, the mental side of it, the cerebral side is I've always been like this crazy analytical person. And in vanilla relationships women don't really like to be analyzed like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like listen i'm it, telling you it, in no relationship women don't want to be analyzed too hard well, not by their well, guy well in this but what i'm saying is in this lifestyle being that analytical has served me well because it's really allowed me to understand the intricacies of this lifestyle you know what i'm saying and as a dominant that analytical aspect is welcomed because so much responsibility is placed on you as a dominant. You know what I'm saying? So you better have shit well thought out. Yeah. And, and so it just, 
everything about this lifestyle just fit my personality perfectly. So, you know, like a warm blanket. So, you know, the thought never even crossed my mind. Like once I got my taste of it, the thought of leaving it never crossed my mind. Like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to die doing this. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So that's, you know, kind of the the cliff notes version of my entry into all of this. And so you stay in because it's exciting for you or you just stay in because like you said, you're never leaving. Well, it's, it's fun as hell. It's interesting as hell. I've met some of the most fascinating people who I would have never met if it were not for this shared kink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point now where, you know, everything that I have in my life, from my family to my career to, you know, some of my closest friends, is all a direct result of the lifestyle. So why in the world would I leave? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, that's why it's yeah. aptly named the lifestyle, because yeah. if... If tomorrow someone said we had to cut all of our ties from the swinger lifestyle community, we would lose our friends. We, I mean, yeah. our, our lives would our lives would be extremely boring. I couldn't imagine it because we've made such great connections in the lifestyle because it's people who are, who are not in the lifestyle can't understand the level of community. Most people don't comprehend community. The closest thing you will ever get to family are lifestyle people because once again, the average like think about it. Because when you're, you you're go like to work, minded, and it's yeah, easy to say how you feel ex- exactly about anything. And what you do, like I can't yeah. go to work, and they like, hey, how was your weekend? Well, you, you know, I can't, I can't manage a company <laughs> and then go to work. Yeah, and my employees say, like, hey, how was your weekend? weekend? Oh yeah, we went to Splash Smoke and I got my my dick sucked by seventeen women. I can't say that. Yeah. So that means or that outside the lifestyle, it, I am. I have to lie to people. Yeah. I can't be honest with people. The only people I can be truly honest with are people in the lifestyle. We can talk about everything. We can talk about. We can be talking about anything from. You know, a party to kids to the Bible, anything we want to talk about. And I don't have to edit myself. Right. You know, so for me to think that I can give up the hundreds of friends that we've made in the lifestyle where now I have to go back to talking to regular people every day and I can't tell them what I really did. You know, you talk to your vanilla friends or your non lifestyle friends. How was your weekend? huh? Listen, it was okay. That gets exhausting because I, I have my like very small vanilla group of vanilla friends, but it's people I work with, so I have to be vanilla around them, which is fine. But it gets exhausting because then, like Mister Mocha said, who who would you do this weekend? Where were you? How, uh, where'd you go? I I saw Gotta you make were, shit up. Now. You were on a work week of. Or you were on a week of vacation. How was your vacation? Well, I was out sucking 20 dicks. I mean, like, what do you say? And I'm a terrible liar. So I'd be like, oh, we just went to the beach. It was fun. And, like, that's the extent. And the people probably either A, know I'm lying or A, B, know I'm lying. <laughs> because I'm not a good liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to shout out my man, your God. I see you on. I see you've been on there for a little bit. I I assume you can't chat because, I mean, I, I figured you'd have hopped in a while back. But uh, as always, 
you know, I usually hop on when I see you in the space and I appreciate you hopping into the space and listening. Um, Ben, Ben is always here, man. Ben, Ben, you're my guy. I always see you and we appreciate you jumping in and hanging out. And we're back. Sorry, guys. I <laughs> have no idea. Like, we, we had this kicked happen. us out at least 15 times this week, so we're not sure what's happening. Yeah, we just got kicked out. Sorry about yeah. that. I don't know how we got kicked off of Spaces, how we got booted up, but it, it's been happening. So Thanks for waiting so yeah. patiently. Thanks for patiently waiting during <laughs> this like it. awkward moment of silence. Uh, yeah. Spaces is definitely having some technical, ish- technical issues this week because even for a Dirty Girls Corner, we were kicked out like three or four times, and it was like a panic to go back in. So... That's yeah, and I mean, when when they were doing their podcast, I was upstairs listening. Like, somebody pushed the button, and now I'm the one holding the phone, so I'm gonna have to take all the blame. Yeah, that's all on you, homie. But uh, anyways, yep. Anyways, um, we we enjoy we always enjoy getting on talking to you know kind of chatting about you know the lifestyle, the benefit of lifestyle because I do believe. Most people don't really have a, a true understanding of what it means to be swingers or being in the lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, that means any um, and it's non-traditional, right. you know, ethically non-monogamous relationship, you know, whether it's swinging, uh, hot wifing, stag vixen, cuck holding. I know everybody may not know what those things mean, but they're all a form of <clears throat> relationships that are outside the norm. Well, and it's not even just about the sexual aspect if you're in it long enough. It's it's just like we talked about with each other. It's the connections that you make with people. Like, I get excited about Splash Mocha because, yes, it's the sea of penises. But <laughs> I also get excited because I get to see some of my friends that I haven't seen in six months. Yeah, And, I, and just hang out with them for a little bit because I know that there's been... <laughs> A few times at Mocha that I've actually not played with certain people because I actually like to hang out with people. I like to fuck too, but you like to fuck. Get the fuck out of here. I like to fuck other dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I fuck big dicks and I cannot lie. I mean, lifestyle of the whole community. I, I gotta give a shot. Give a shout out to uh, Brazil Jam. You may not know us, but you know. Uh, Corey and Brenda from um, Mixed Nuts said that you were awesome people. So we're just going to go ahead and believe that you're awesome people. So (laughs) what's going on? What's going on? Um, um, If anybody want to jump in and ask a question or leave a comment, you know, before we wrap things up, we are happy to to entertain it. Um, Mike, thank you for jumping on as usual. Yeah, Mike, appreciate that. Thank you for jumping on. Um, that what was the other guy's name? Michael. Thanks for jumping on. And then the Latin BBC bull. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Or big big? Was cock? it was like Latin big cock or something? Like I that? don't know. But thank you for jumping on and asking questions. We Listen, if your if well. your name is Latin big cock, you better be packing some beef. I agree. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, I've had some Latin big cock. So yeah, I know you have. I know you have. Sorry, I said that. I'm gonna get really jealous. <laughs> You're about not that. sorry. <laughs> And uh, so just for those who have first time you had a chance to listen to the Old Faces podcast, uh, I'm Mr. Mocha. My wife is Mrs. Mocha. Uh, We do. You can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether it's um, Apple, Google, 
iHeart, iHeart, Audible, wherever you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, you can anchor, listen to it from the very beginning. Our, uh, our podcast is also, um, it's in our bio. We have a link in our bio that has our podcast on it. So fuck you coach. Okay. Just jumped in. Why'd you say that? I wasn't saying fuck you. I was saying oh. fuck you coach just jumped in. What's up? Fuck you coach. I'm dead as fuck right now. It's like, uh, you remember from the Dave Chappelle skit with Eddie Murphy and, uh, Charlie Murphy or whatever. But anyways, my name is Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Hello, How you doing? Anthony. You didn't want so, us like, to continue calling you fuck you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, I just want to say, uh, I appreciate your podcast. Uh, it's refreshing because, uh, my wife and I have had our experiences here in a lifestyle because, you know, we are an interracial couple and it's nice to hear that we're not the only one with the same like experience. You know, we're not an anomaly for like the issues that we run and do or whatever. And hearing you guys things and us being able to laugh and look at each other like, ah, so we're not the only ones. Um, really appreciate that. And we're definitely, um, trying to uh, get our schedules aligned to, you know, try to go to one of those mocha takeovers or the parties this uh, this year. We would prefer to try to go to one of the hotel takeovers, but oh, yeah. either or, like, whatever we want to do, we're definitely going to try to make one of them, uh, this year. But I just wanted to say thank you guys for putting together a dope podcast and um, us being able to just hear things like different perspectives and experiences from all the people that you have on here. And uh, we really do look forward to uh, like making some new friends here in the upcoming year. Well, we appreciate it, man. I'm glad you jumped in. You know, we usually, t- tonight was just one of those nights we said, hey, we're going to jump on and do it. But, you know, we usually do our podcast uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mocha forced me to do it tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> As you can tell, it's probably I can never force her to do anything. Trust me, I've tried. It didn't work out. But uh, so on on Wednesday nights, we usually do this, you know, our podcast. We'll have uh, Lupe and Misha on. um, And then we always encourage other couples to jump in because, you know, like you said, you you laugh because you hear those similar experiences. But, you know, to me, it's so important for people in the lifestyle to understand that it is really a community. Mm -hmm. And even if you may not be able to be in close proximity with other people in the lifestyle, communicating with people in the lifestyle really helps you understand that you're not really out there on a, on a, on a fucking dinghy in the ocean. You know, there's a, (laughs) there's a lot of us out there and you start realizing that, Oh man, my experiences are not unique because we've learned so much just from chatting back and forth with others who's experienced the same stuff that we have. So, you know, and then, and the best advice uh, that I can give you is that, Instead of getting in the car, <laughs> sorry, hold on. Instead dog, of getting in the car and um, being frustrated because your night didn't go the, the way the ex- exact way you wanted it to go, it's so much easier just to laugh and not be frustrated and and go into the situation with no expectations because then you're not let down by any by yeah. anything but the, go ahead we've definitely done that um we live in the st louis area so um there's uh there's a you know nice little you know scene out here but uh there's not a lot of you know <clears throat> interracial couples uh so to speak but we definitely do take the 
you know, no expectations approach and like, yo, let's just go have some fun. And we still do like make friends and meet people, you know, what, you know, regardless of like, Hey, you know, ain't nobody taking one for the team tonight. My name is Anthony, but, uh, that's fuck, fuck your, your couch. Yeah. yeah. Fuck your yeah. couch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. but, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the funny thing about it is, is that I always, my wife, you know, we always say like, well, you're Mr. Anything fucker, which, yeah, sometimes depending on the mood, you know, you, the vibe is right, whatever, but sometimes, you know, you meet people and you're like, eh, just, you know, we're cool, just hanging out, having drinks, and it'll be no more than that, and, you know, it's uh, it's been a cool experience to just, like, sit and listen to what others have to say from your podcast and your spaces. I wasn't able to hop on and catch the whole thing tonight because I just got off of work, but I just like to tap in, and I just wanted to, you know, say, like, hey, thank you guys for putting this together, and uh, I just really appreciate it just, you know, seeing that there are other people out there like like us that are, you know, having the same experiences or going through life and like, you know, just like, oh, okay. And you really have helped us like, you know, breach a, um, a gap in our communication of how to like vocalize things as well, which has been a huge plus for us as well. So I want to thank you for that. Hey, thank you. Thank yeah. you for jumping on and talking yeah, to us. Thanks man. For, we... for listening. Um, I, I just wanted to say one thing about, you, you said you guys, Sometimes you always go into uh, experiences with no expectations now, which is amazing. Um, and I'm not just trying to promote for Splash Mocha, but if you are an interracial couple, there will definitely be good opportunity yeah, for Splash both Mocha of you there. You yeah, oh, because I, you're de- I'm already knowing. Yeah, you're, I'm already knowing because my wife is like, look. She's like, my fantasy is like, I want to walk into a room and I want it to look like an NFL locker room. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try Splash to make that happen for you. Listen, yeah, that's all you got to do. <laughs> and and yeah, tell, I'm her, like, all right. tell her to find me when she gets there. And I, I know a few people. <laughs> <laughs> she will be out. in good hands. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. As long as she's in good hands, that's all, I'm, that's all I care about. You know? I know how to fight. We got this. Listen, okay? Mrs. <laughs> Mocha has her, her, you know, I'm not sure if you've heard the Dirty Girls Corner, but she's got her. The, the crew of ladies, the slut sisters, and listen. Oh yeah, I'm those, a big fan of Carrie Corrupted. So yeah, yeah uh, listen. Yeah, <laughs> you get you get her get these ladies together. They tear she because like when we do our house parties, we have it's at the house parties. It's usually all three of them here, mm-hmm. and yeah. they all had like I can't. You should look. I can't at, even I explain it. I can't explain it. Carries and then I think I retweeted it. Um, one of the house parties with, with the the video with Ashley. Oh, oh yeah, 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 like yeah. He, we, a guy flew in from Chicago, and they had been talking, like all of us. I knew him from before, but they had been talking to him, and I think he got the best head and fuck of his life when he was here that weekend. Yeah, so. I think uh, Carrie and Megan must have tag team that. Tag team. Megan them. was sucking his balls, and Carrie sucked his dick. Yeah, and she yeah. Was, remember, she made she did the wink. Yeah, yeah, that was the video where she did the wink. Yeah, if you look at her profile, if you look at her, look on her uh, Twitter profile. No, she'll have to look at. He'll have to look at ours because she has so many photos. Okay, so if you find the one where she's winking and there's a dick there, she's like sucking his dick and she looks up and winks her eye. That is like one of the best fucking videos ever. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. All right, cool. I'll make sure to check that out, man. 
But uh, yeah, I just got off work, man. I just wanted to holler at y'all, say thanks, and uh, I'm a big supporter, and I do, we do look forward to meeting you both. Uh, my wife is currently at work right now, but I'm gonna let her know, like, hey, guess who I talked to? So, yeah, um, you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, really, really appreciate you. I just wanted to let you know that. I don't know if you can get told that stuff, but we uh, really appreciate you guys. Hey, we appreciate oh, you. Thank you again for jumping on. DM, and, and hopefully DM us. We get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah, us a DM. Yeah, shoot us a DM. We can chat more outside of uh, spaces. All right, we'll do that. All right. Thank you. All right, you guys have a good night. You You too. too. Thank you again to Mike and Blushing Vixen. Who else? Um, Michael, I think it was his name. Yeah, he... he, Fuck your couch came on tonight. I said, fuck you, coach. I need my glasses on. You can't let me read shit without my glasses. Listen, I didn't read it till way later. You didn't didn't hold it to my face, so I didn't know that it said, fuck your couch until... My wife got me out here, people thinking I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) You had too much fireball, and your glasses are not down here, so it's okay. Yeah, look, y'all see how my wife set me up for jokes? (laughs) No. I didn't even know that's what it said until I looked over and looked at your phone, man. That's on you. You know you're in charge of uh, making sure that I can, I don't make a fool of myself. That's your job. You got one job. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Mrs. Mocha had to work late, so we couldn't get out on the Saturday night, so we decided to come and hang out with you guys. So, uh, I don't. Are we doing a, a podcast next week? Miss Mocha has Maybe surgery. Maybe Wednesday, I think. Are we going to. I gonna? think we're doing Dirty Girls Corner and Tuesday. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll see you guys Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm not down night. yet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. Goodbye from the Mochas.